0: It's time for Echoes from the Goddamn Void, oh man, what a week, right, I am completely blocked up, I I, I can't, man, he's struggling to breathe, man, it is dreadful, so shit's been delayed, but people we've had some incredible conversations that are out in the world right we um, spoke to Michaela Whitman and Arthur Della Rocha right about their great new film Clairvoyant check it out check them out they are awesome Right, we've also um, spoken with a, a host of other incredible people. People, you know what I mean. So, um, what we spoke to Matt Harris about his new documentary, Rob, uh, Rob Boys. You know what I mean. Forty years of a rad. Right, we also spoke to uh, Doug McCorkle and Alex Rollingsberg about I'm Electric Lampshade, right, the week before we spoke to the great Luke Smithard. Yeah, I mean, we've had some awesome conversations Kirk, What about American Badger There's a lot of great stuff out there, people So, even though some things are a little delayed There's plenty of incredible shit out in the world Right? Hey, I, I'm gonna say, right? So, I, 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 I finally... I finally went and got my first motherfucking jab the other day, right? It was a complete nightmare, but finally got it sorted out. I went to the motherfucking hospital, right? And, um, these motherfuckers, right? At first, I'm thinking, and they being helpful, you know what I mean? Because, they, you know, they've got these tiny-ass forms. One dude is like, I'll help you fill that out. So I'm like, all right, awesome. And, um, so, you know, they blah, 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 all of that shit. Then it gets to, um, you know, race. And he's just like, oh, um, race. Uh, what, white? And I'm like... Mm-hmm. What I'm like Motherfucker no, Are you are you crack What's wrong with you Motherfucker I'm like Black African And he's like Are you Sure I'm like Son Don't fuck with me man You know what I mean So I add that Then I go to the, the woman To actually do it And she Does the same Shit But she Is like Are you sure And I'm like Yeah I think I fucking know And she's like but are you sure I'm like You need to shut the fuck up You know what I mean Some stupid ass Motherfuckers man Oh my days Not not the uh, You know Most irritating thing of the week My fridge That exploded on me yeah, I mean, so I've had no cold water or just, you know I mean, no real food. It's been a nightmare. My oven is broken. It's been a shitty motherfucking time. And I, yeah, I think I'm losing my shit, man. I think I'm losing my shit. I, I bumped into someone I knew at the gym. And they were like, how you doing, man? You know what I mean? And you know how that question, right? It's not a real question. You know what I mean? People don't really want to know. But sometimes you just let it out, right? Sometimes you let it out. And this motherfucker is like, how you doing, man? And I'm just like, you know what? You know what? Fucking irritated man And I And you can just see this motherfucker I can't see people's eyes right But even I knew that this motherfucker Was He was scared He was just like I didn't want an answer I didn't want an answer (laughs) But fuck it man You open Pandora's box and that's what you got That's what you got motherfucker (laughs) But people people, people, people um, although I can hardly man, I, I can't hear myself Right, my nose is completely blocked and it was I can't hear myself I mean what it sounds like it is garbage sounds like garbage so I'm keeping this shit to a minimum this week I think it's a short one I don't know sometimes I just talk and it's talk, and I think it's short, but no, it's not Because my ass just rambled on like a motherfucker But I think it's a short one So, um, yeah, we're doing it, we're trying it We're putting it out there, people So, um, yes, let's get into this week's episode And, uh, people, enjoy the shit out of it Alright, peace Recently, there's been a lot of talk about making changes within football, right, changes around um, equality, diversity, all of that, players taking knees, you know, showing solidarity for certain causes, representation, and everyone is, you know, talking a good game, talking a good game, talking about, oh, we're doing these campaigns, and we're running these adverts, right, but... All said, it all seemed a little bit like lip service, because, yes, the players were kneeling before games, right? But nothing else. We don't really see anything else, and, I mean, you know, we've got facial recognition, so anyone that says any, any thing, you know, throws bananas on the pitch, does anything like that. They should be able to get banned. You should be able to find them and kick them out straight away. You know. Because all Premier League teams. Have to have a level of surveillance in their grounds. To get to the Premiership. Right. They they need to have a system. So they can liaise with the police. This is within their contract. So you know it's there. Also. Right. This is about. The, 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 the clubs, you know, being, I think, involved with groups, you know, like, going to schools and talking and just being within this shit, you can't just kneel, it means nothing, on its own, it is not powerful, it's just not powerful. You know what I mean? It has to be attached to other things. And we haven't seen that, right? And I think right now we see just how flimsy football's resolve is, right? Because um tonight, Wednesday night, Germany are playing Hungary in Munich. And this is a crazy thing, right? So the uh the mayor of Munich, Dieter Rita, stand up move, man, made a, a stand-up move, said, listen, we will light up the stadium in, in the pride colours. We will light up the stadium to send a message. Because, you know, Hungary have just put in place some laws around. Uh, homosexuality, and talking about it, and gender change, and all of this, to anyone under the age of 18, which, listen, like, on one hand, you, you might not seem very significant, but then, you have all of those people, who are not sure who the fuck they are, Right, so they might have questions at an early age. Have you like, yo, I think I like people of my own sex. Is this, am I normal? Is this right? Is this a thing? I'm not sure if I'm in the right body. What's the deal? Blah, blah, blah. They can't get any information. Right, it's insane. It's crazy. So they pass that law in Hungary. And as Germany are playing Hungary... So light up the stadium, right, so, firstly, when you're supposedly in Pride Month, you're, 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 it's about talking about these things, but, on the other hand, it's just about talking about these things, so, regardless of what fucking month this is, this is the kind of shit that you do, this is the kind of shit you do, and, it's the perfect opportunity for UEFA to go, you know what? Yeah, we're down with this motherfucking shit, man. You know what I mean? We've been talking a good game and we are prepared to uh we're prepared to back our shit up. And guess what? UEFA are full of shit. UEFA put out a statement, right? Because they said no. They said no, and Ritter is correct when he called UEFA shameful. So, little bitch boy UEFA said this, UEFA understands that the intention is also to send a message to promote diversity and inclusion, a cause which UEFA has been supporting for many years. You haven't really, though. Having joined forces with European clubs, national teams and their players, launching campaigns and plenty of activities all over Europe to promote the ethos that football should be open to everyone. They have not. Right. And then they said, um, and consequently, UEFA has proposed alternative dates for the illumination, which align better with existing events. It's not about that right, if if you're about this shit, if you are about it, about it, you just do it, it's not like, uh, well, Tuesdays work better for us, actually, and, you know, we were thinking of having a tea party in September, so, should we just do it then, no, you just do this shit, you know what I mean, you make a stand whenever, it isn't, oh, it's raining today, so I think we should hold the march on another day. You know? That's some stupid-ass shit. It, it, it's insane. It's insane. Right? You know what so Racism, homophobia, sexism, and all forms of discrimination are a stain on our societies and represent one of the biggest problems faced by the game today discriminatory behaviour has marred both matches themselves and outside the stadium and online discourse around the sport we love. But they're still not doing anything. I I mean, it, it just speaks volumes, I feel. It speaks volumes on, you know, the problems of the game. Like, Listen, you, you have players, or you'd be like, you can wear rainbow art bands. or oh, you can wear rainbow laces, look, look at everything we're doing, yay for us. But then you have the perfect opportunity to say something. Because it, inclusion in the game, right, if you can't talk about homosexuality, that means those under 18, football players can't, they can't do anything, so it affects UEFA, right it's in their sphere of influence, and they like little bitch boys have decided to pussyfoot out I I just think it's ridiculous you know what I mean it's ridiculous, right, so they're saying oh, light up the stadium in July Just like... Son... You just do it... Whatever... You do it whatever... I mean... It's... Yeah... Man... I just think it says it all, right? I think it says it all... And the crazy thing is... Because of all of this... And it didn't even happen... Right? Remember, it didn't even happen... But... um, The Prime Minister of Hungary... Victor Orban, decided not to attend, he's not going to attend the game, he's cancelled his trip, and it's just like, it's not even happening, you bitch, you mean, it's not even happening, and you have decided to pussyfoot out, you decide to, put like, you know what you're doing is a fucking shitty thing. And you can't even, you know, can't even like handle anyone saying, yeah, we, we're not down with that shit, son. They're down with that shit. Because, you know, in your own country, you can enforce laws and force people to, you know, bow to your whims. But if, uh, you know, anyone else speaks up you can't control, then that's a little too much, it's a little too much, and it the irony of all of this you know, there was a point when Hungary was fighting against tyranny and now they are the tyrannies, the the tyranniters oh, they're doing the bullshit, but yeah It's, uh... uh, Sad times, people. Sad fucking times. (laughs) Well, people, remember at the beginning of Star Trek? Right? They used to be like Space, the final frontier. It's a place where no man has been before. Although, you know, they're changing... They're going to change that now. It'll be a, a place where no person depending on gender, you know, non-binary status, blah, 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 has gone before. Or, you know, there will be like um, a place where no man, no woman, no race, no gender, you know, no specific orientation have been. Yes. Well, that Is no longer people. It's no longer a thing. Because wokeness. Has hit space. (laughs) Ha ha. Yes. It took a while. But it finally made it there. And I say that because. The uh, ESA. And you're thinking. What's the ESA? It's the European Space Agency. I mean it's kind of obvious people. Come on. Figure it out. Well, they have just, you know, they've just started a new recruitment drive, and they're bragging about it. They're talking about it, right? So they're saying they had 22,000, well, over 22,000 applicants, and they're blown away. Blown away! But the is, like, you'd be like, okay, you had that many. How many are from legitimate candidates, (laughs) you know what I mean, because you can imagine every bozo and their dog could be making an application, but when you look at it, you'll be like, okay, well, yeah, we do not, Make spacesuits for obese people, so you ain't coming to space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on now, let's be let's be realistic. But they're also saying that they had you know around two hundred from people with disabilities, and I'm a bit like, oh, okay. Now what are we saying when we're talking disabilities? Because you know I, I I kind of think, okay, if you're deaf, a hearing aid, you know a hearing aid that can work things out, right? There's headphones and you can you can make devices into the you know the the space helmets and all of that. Not so much an issue. I don't know about a wheelchair in space. that's going to become a little problematic. They're also talking about the fact that, you know, uh, more women than ever have applied, which is saying is huge. You know, so they're saying 24 percent of the applicants were women, which is definitely up from the 15 percent that applied when they had their last recruitment drive in 2008. You kind of think it, whoa, there is huge gaps in between these recruit- recruitment drives. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're obviously going, though, no, we have to do more. <laughs> you know what I mean? We have to do more. <laughs> Which is, ugh. You know, they're, they're stressing the importance of representing all parts of society. Which you're like, eh, okay. All right. People, are we really playing these games? Are we really playing these games? You know, because we know it's not necessarily the truth, you know. But hey ho, hey ho, and you know, this time they're saying that you know they specifically sought people with disabilities specifically sort people with disabilities and again what does that mean because listen I'm all about breaking down barriers but I know I know I would be terrible in space I mean for so many reasons I mean I have no depth perception that could be problematic <laughs> I think the astronaut... Nah, it's not that close It's on us! It is on us! Oh, I thought it was further away You know what I mean? That, that could be an issue <laughs> And then just not be able to see shit You know? That's gonna be bad like, um, How long has the warning light been flashing? Is there a warning light flashing? I didn't see one, you know, it's is an issue, and A, if they were to be like, yo, oh, Kevin, you could go to space, I'd be like, are you fucking stupid, you're insane, you know what I mean, listen, I enjoy shooting guns, but I understand why I will never be able to, Officially owed a gun, <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, man. You driving was fun, but hey, I ain't driving on the road. You, you know what I mean? There's certain things that we we you you can't be like, oh well, hey, everyone should have a chance of doing no, no, what are you doing? So yeah. It's someone with, you know, that needs a wheelchair. Listen, those space stations are, they're small. They're not big places. And the cost of it all and all of this kind of things. So if you're saying, oh, yeah, we're going to change the design to enable somebody to, then what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? That is the most moronic thing you could think of, you know, like, having to fuck around with certain things, you know, like, someone with, even if you're thinking, someone with diabetes, that needs the insulin shots all the time, so, shit breaks, what if the freezer breaks, we've seen it, you know, now, I understand it's a program. It was a film, away. But their, their system broke and all their plants died and all of this. So that person, now all their insulin's fucked. What do you do? you got to let that motherfucker die. Because you can't then change everything, you know, for one person. And they're only there because we had to let everyone have an opportunity. No, you didn't. You know, so you, you have to be sensible about these things. You know, everyone knows that to be an astronaut, you have to be at the height of fitness. So they're also talking about how they, you know, they need to do better because you know they need more women um doing it and, and being up in space. And again. Again, right, so they said, look, they've had 5,419 applicants from women, right? But they're like, "Ah, oh, but we need to do more about the, the gender divide. And it's like, listen, there's going to be some professions and some things which will see more people from a specific, you know, gender, race. You know, from a, a specific, um, you know, continent, demographic. Like, there's certain things that just attract people and things that don't, right? Being up in space, it fucks with your muscles. I believe it also um impacts the um, ability for childbirth. Now, I might have misheard, right? Or I might have just thought I've heard that. But I believe I did hear that somewhere. And so people are going to be like, I don't know if I want that shit in my life. You know what I mean? Now, it's all well and good for people like Jeff Bezos to be like, I'm going to go up into space. He's a trillionaire. Right? He's only saying it because he's done everything else. You know what I mean? He's been on frigging pedo island. He's fucked babies. He's drunk snake blood. This is the next. This is the only new thing. He hasn't done. So. Hey, A. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of, of course. But when you talk to just general people. They don't necessarily want to. Or the people. Be, oh I want to go this way. They think it's like fucking Moonraker. And James Bond. You know, if you actually broke down the realities of this shit, a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, no, I'm done." You know, also you think you, all pilots, all astronauts, they know multiple languages, right? They they learn Russian, yo, know, Japanese because you had to interact with the other pilots, right? All missions usually launch from Russia. Because they've got the capabilities for it. You so there's all of these things that people don't realize. Right? So not everyone is going to be able to learn Russian. There's certain things, you could be the best jumper and scientist, but you just be like, ah, I just can't get my head around this language. Right? There's certain things that we're going to struggle with. Are you going to send an autistic person into space and they and they, they just can't learn Russian. Are you going to go, oh, you don't need to. Fuck that. There's all the other people that struggled for years and, and, and worked their ass off to learn a thing. And you're going to give certain people a buy? No. No, 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 no. So stop with the bullshit. Because we don't need everyone to be able to do everything, right? There's certain things that you just can't do, and it's fine. Because there's other things that you can do, you know? I can't drive. I'm not losing sleep about it. Because there's other things I can do. I can still murder, right? So, hey, (laughs) it's all good, baby. It's all good. Good, so let's chill, <laughs> let's chill a little, right? <laughs> okay. Oh, for fuck's sake, you know what I mean, for fuck's sake, I, I don't get it, I, I honestly do not get it, Chris Brown, that little motherfucker has got to done it again. Chris Brown has done it again, he has beaten up another woman now, okay okay, right we we don't have all the facts we don't have all the facts so, like, what we do know right, in LA police were called to a situation in the San Fernando Valley, right in the morning you know, 7.30 in the morning you're like, oh, okay But, uh, yeah, a a woman was at the scene, and she said that she'd been in an argument with Chris Brown, and he punched her in the face. Punched her in the face. Now, he wasn't there, you know, because, look, it's not his first rodeo, so he's not going to stay at the scene, is he? So he's not there, and he... I don't believe he's commented on this situation yet. So, um, yes... I understand, right, there are two sides of a story, and you're not guilty until proven innocent, blah 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 blah, but, hey, as I said, look, this isn't Chris Brown's first rodeo, he beat the fuck out of Rihanna, he really did a fucking number on her, which was, it was disgusting, it's disgusting, and it blew my mind, because I remember after the incident, like, Jay-Z was just like, uh, no, shut Chris Brown down, you know what I mean? got him pulled from a load of events, and I think it's fair, I think it's fair, man, like, listen, there's things you don't do, things you don't do, but I remember, like, some people were like, I can't believe Jay-Z's doing this to Chris Brown, and you're like, Chris Brown beat up a woman. <laughs> what, what, what do you think should happen? What do you think should happen? But you don't go to jail for this shit. This is a, it's weird how, you know, the, the law system works. How you go to jail for some things and you don't go to jail for other things. How, you know, like a tax crime can get you more time in jail than a rape. Right? None of it makes sense. It is all baffling, but yeah, he he beat up Rihanna, he then, you know, had another ex get a restraining order out on him, because of his uh, behaviour, physical behaviour, so it does lead you in the direction that Chris Brown be putting hands on another fucking woman, right, which is insane, it's just, look, we know not to do it, we know not to do it, but the problem is, once you've done it, you've opened up those floodgates, right, there are things that we know not to do, right, so it's like you go, all right, i you know, stealing is bad, right, I should not steal, but once you do it, once you do it, those floodgates are open, you know what I mean, you're like, oh, I didn't get in trouble, I didn't get caught, okay, alright, well I guess, you know, I I should do it again, you know, it worked out okay the first time, so let me do it again, let me get some of that, you, you, you lose that sense of inhibition, right, you lose that sense of inhibition, and listen, it's, it's like beating up someone who is a lot smaller than you, right, a lot weaker than you, and beating up a kid, shit you just don't do, it's not a fair fight, and I understand, women are tough, right, we've seen it, women can fight, there's boxing, there's, you know, MMA, we've seen women throw down, for sure, But let's be honest, people. Let's be fucking honest. There is a big fucking difference between women and men. You know, larger muscles, lung capacity. It's just not fair. It's not a fair situation. That's why we don't have cross-gender fights. Because shit could get fucked up. Shit could get fucked up. Right, so you know what I mean you can stuff all the arguments? Men are tougher, it's a physical thing, it's a physical thing, people. So, shut up. But that then leads to this question right? The floodgates are open. Chris Brown, he's done it before, it's been reported. And let's be honest, as well, there's definitely times that have not. Be reported, there's been chicks that have got slapped off of him, and they've let it go, or he's paid them off, you know, so there's all of those, so we know that old Chrissy Boy Brown, he's going to do this shit again, and again, and again, so what do you do, because he's not going to get a, a huge jail sentence, it's one of those weird things with the legal system. Right? How you can get more time in jail for a tax crime than you can for a rape. It is fucking baffling. It really is. So I feel the the only way around it with stuff like this is you think about who's the baddest motherfuckers on the planet, right? You gotta think Francis and Gardo. Right? Francis fucking Garner. Now, you might say Tyson Fury, but when it comes to Francis, because, hey, fighting is not just hands, right? And a street fight ain't just hands. So where Tyson Fury, yes, he's a great boxer, but, hey, look, we know Francis, he can use them knees, them legs, hey, he can mix that shit up, so, what I reckon, when someone puts hands on a woman, you lock them in a room with Francis and Garno, right, lock them in a room with Francis, now, obviously, they're not trained, so they can't go just even one round like in MMA, may. They couldn't do that shit. And it would be um, a bit of a bloodbath. So, all right, you don't lock him in for five minutes. But you give Francis a minute. Just give Francis a minute with Chris Brown. You know, I feel that's enough time. <laughs> in a minute, whew, Francis will be. The respect into Chris Brown. I guarantee you lock Chris Brown in a room with Francis and that will be the last time Chris Brown puts hands on a fucking woman. You know, you tell him no, hey, you do it again, you get two minutes with Francis. Right? You get two minutes with Francis. He will never want to do that again. You know, because he's coming out of that room. ...probably with not as many teeth as he's got into it. ...but I mean, there might be something broken... ...you know what I mean... ...there's definitely going to be black eyes and shit... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he know ...he's going to look worse than what he did to Rihanna... Right? ...and I believe that's fair... ...I believe that's fair... ...so lock him in a room with Francis... I would say also well. You've got to put a little prick in jail. For some period of time. Lock him in jail for a period of time. Make him pay. Right. I I think you've got to make him pay some money. To um, the chicky beat. And then also. Right. Because there should always be a reminder. Of what a piece of fucking shit. This little cunt is. Every month. He has to support a, um, a battered women's shelter. So for the rest of his life, a percentage of his earnings go to helping women in need, right? That's the punishment, and I think that fits the crime, people. I think that fits the crime. And um, I don't think Chris Brown will ever fucking do it again. And as I said, if he does it again... He gets an extra minute with Francis. He gets double the the time in jail. And double the percentage goes to uh, women's shelters. And yeah, I think that's what you do to these little pieces of shit. Because frankly... The, the law that's not gonna be enough you read that's not gonna be enough to deter them from doing this so we gotta ramp it up and I think that that's some rampant people that's some rampant well it would seem that uh, over in Italy um, they've become a bit to, I would say, entwined with the works of J, sorry J. Huh no, it's G right, George yeah G R, George R R Martin, right? They're missing the uh, Game of Thrones way too much, and they've decided to recreate, um, bickering. Over a throne. Yes. We um, we have these two sides, two sides of a family arguing who should rule the country. That is, is is that's not a joke, people. This is some real shit. Right? It's some real shit. We have the Savoyas and the Asotas right, and they are both, um, yeah, try to vie for this throne, now, the um, Savotas, they're the ones, um, yeah, they're the ones with the throne right now, right, and the, the whole situation is being led by the first, the first female of the family, Right, so we have uh, Emmanuel Filberto. Right, so uh, wait, no, that's not right, <laughs> that's not right at all. No, 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 we sorry, that's the dad. We have Vittoria di Savoria, right? Um, and yes, she is. You know, she, she's uh, the head of the family. That I, I, I like the fact that they also say um she's a rising star on Instagram. I'm like, she's, te- you know, she has the title of princess. So, of course, people will follow her, right? People follow reality TV stars. So, if someone has a princess, yeah, they're going to get follows right, they could get, they could put up pictures of turtles, and they're going to get millions of likes, right, it, it's not a difficult thing here, but here's the crazy thing, we have these two, lots of the family, fighting, so the um, Savoyas, they're living in Italy, right, and the Anostas, they're currently in, uh, they're currently in um Russia, right, because Italy abolished their royal family, right That that's what makes this whole thing a bit like, wait, what the fuck is going on here what is happening, Yet yeah, the royal family was abolished in 1946 right, because, you know they were in bed with Mussolini like, all the royals Because everyone's all crooked and fucked up. It's like, um, you know, the English royal family. They had links to Hitler and Mussolini and all of them. Like, everyone is interconnected. There's the bloodlines. They're all pretty, uh, pretty much fucking each other, right? And they're all related, so, it becomes a cesspool of uh, weird hybrids. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> it's a cesspool of hybrids, man. But, um, yes. So, they abolished the family. And they exiled them. But, in 2002, they were like, ah, You know what? You can come back. So one half of the family one half of the bloodline they returned right which was led by um you know Emmanuel de Savilla um and you know he decreed right he decreed that because he has no male heirs that his granddaughter on her sixty birthday, she could have the power to one day lead the royal family. This fictitious royal family, and now she she took up that power, which is like, huh? Like what power? <laughs> this, is, this is the thing. They're arguing over nothing. There is no throne. Right, all of their palaces and all of that were taken away. So, they have nothing. I mean, obviously, they're still rich. Because, you know, these dirty little peoples. You know, they, they've they stolen money and all of that. So, that's all ferreted away. So, they're still rich. But they have no power. Like, no one is going to, you know, visit them, you know, so it's, even in England, you know, we still have the royal family, which, ugh, I mean, get rid of them, you know, get yeah, rid right? there's some pointless motherfuckers, but we unfortunately still have a royal family, so you still have heads of state coming, visiting and all of that bullshit, right, that's your thing. No one is doing that with Italy because these people, they're essentially Cersei and you know Jon Snow, right? They're fictitious. <laughs> Basically fictitious. You read? Know I mean? So the, these two lots are, that are arguing over some bullshit it, it's ridiculous. And the the other crazy thing is, they're then going, oh, yes, Um, you know, now Victoria, she's the head of the family, you know, we we think that all royal families are going to be head by women, you know, because, yes, you you can look and uh, um, loads of the royal families are head by, and you just say, what the fuck are you talking about, don't try and act like you know, the Queen is a perfect example of, and, you know, Belgium, and Norway, and Sweden. Like, these aren't perfect. Like, right? women fuck up too. Right, so... <laughs> you're trying to talk like... You know, the women are going to head the royal families, and it's going to be, like, the royal families have no... Power. This is not a thing. Right? We have moved on from those ridiculous days. I mean, it's still ridiculous, don't get me wrong, but it was even worse. <laughs> it was even worse when we had these fucking little uh frilly motherfuckers sitting on thrones trying to dictate to everyone. Like, we still have a dictation um, from clowns, but, you know, we moved from that. So, just this whole thing these fools are arguing about, it is baffling and pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb, you know? So, uh, yeah, let's see what I, you know what, I just want a Godfather free situation. I think that would be incredible. You know, they they call a family meeting and then ninjas come and kill most of them. It'll be enjoyable just to watch. You know, it'll be like John Wick 5. You know, so, yeah, I'm hoping something like that happens because nothing else will. (laughs) Like, like this this is some stupid-ass shit, so let's at least get some enjoyment, you know? Okay, so I have been a fan of pirates since I was a fucking kid, right? Pirates. Man, there was so much on. I remember, um, like, Disney had the Blackbeard film. Yeah, I mean, there was just so many stories. Like, oh, shit. Some books I loved as a kid, and I've never seen again. But there was, um, oh, shit. Let me try and think. I think it was Ben the Blue Pirate Greg the Green Pirate And Roderick the Red Pirate Yeah I believe there was a Black Pirate too Don't get Yeah, let's not get crazy Not black as in You know what I mean? But black as in, you know Blackbeard and whatnot Right? Because shit weren't that progressive (laughs) Let's, Let's be real people But um Yeah they were some of my favourite books Man, I'd go to the library, get them out All of that jazz So, when I saw that this new show Right, was hitting Netflix I was like, oh, I gotta check it out The Lost Pirate Kingdom Now, I, did, I was, you know Look, I heard it was coming And then, you know, when you 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 move over a programme Like, you get that little few seconds of, oh, did, you know I mean, you know how Netflix do, I have to admit, when I saw some of that, I was a bit like, oh, I don't know, I don't know, so I didn't hit it straight away, but had some free moments, and so I was like, alright, I'm gonna do this, and the it was six episodes, right, and I think the problem is, you wanna try and ensure that you watch if not all, enough, right, you don't just want to watch one episode and go, nah, nah, not having, no, nah. because things can get better, they can even out, who knows, but, um, yeah, I, uh, I got into, uh, I go into the show, right, so it's written by David McNabb and Patrick Dickinson, uh, it's directed by Stan Griffin, Justin Rickett, and Dickinson. Um, supposedly, I mean, because yeah, there's a there's a whole gang of um, you know, what I mean people, running as well. I think Justin Rickett, also and Herwood Peeling, um, directed episodes, um. So we also have Music for, by Michael A. Levin Cinematography is Robin Fox Martin Khyblaks and Tom Prydom Edited Gordon Burton, Rawler, Saraston and Louise Poppin And the cast Right, so we've got Derek Jacobi doing the narration um, we had James Oliver Wheatley as Edward Fatch, aka someone else. We've got Sam Callis as Benjamin Horingood. Um, we had Evan Milton as Samuel Bellamy, Miles Yakini as Black Caesar. Um, we have Mia Tomlinson as Anna Bonnie. Uh, who else? Kevin Howworth as Woods Rogers. Richard D. Roberts as Archibald Hamilton. Samuel Collins as Pauls Grove Williams. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of different pirates and the whatnot involved people. There's a lot of people involved. And we also, I I will say, we heard from experts, right? And there's a lot of experts in the field talking. Uh, Like Jessica Cale, Sam Conniff, Ed Fox, Izzy Lawrence, Colin Woodard, George Chondas, and Laura Duncan. so these are all heads of departments at universities or authors, you know what I mean, people that know a little thing or thing, um, so yeah, now the, the, uh, the gist of the story is, um, 1715 Shortly after the close Of the Of the war of the Spanish succession Which pitted England against Spain England had Waged the war on the cheap Resulting to the use Of pirateers rather than Incurring the expense of Fully funding The Royal Navy I mean partly because They could not afford it you know right? Cost way too much to do that Shit So yeah uh, That's what happened But you know It's the real life Pirates of the Caribbean As the story is being touted All over Which I understand right because Pirates of the Caribbean huge franchise Most people have seen it So if you be like This is the real story behind. You're going to get people be like, oh my God, let me go check that shit out, right? Let me check it out. So, what they've done, they've taken, you know, these real facts and they've got a lot of recreational material up in there. And they're trying to tell the story in that way You know, we have these experts drop in and out Talk about certain bits and bobs Then you have Jacobi Narrating some stuff And then we have these sequences acted out By, um, you know, the actors and actresses That are showing us these different pirates Right, so, um Yeah, there's a lot in it, right, because we have, um, now, there's some things I didn't know, there's definitely a lot of things I didn't know here, right, so, um, like, you knew, I'd always heard about a a pirate republic, but I never knew the name, so, um, Nasu, right, that becomes the pirate republic and that was interesting, to kind of go, okay, so there was an actual name to this spot, right? Hmm, interesting. Um, And I'd heard of, I definitely knew there were female pirates. I didn't know that Anne Bonny was the biggest of them all. Didn't know she was the biggest of all. I didn't know that Blackbeard was... Someone else before becoming black Like, obviously he'd be someone else But I guess you just assume that he becomes a pirate And takes up the guys You know what I mean? So he's, as a pirate, he's always blackbeard But other than being someone, a pirate And then changing f- during that period of time So I think these are all very interesting facts right, this all makes sense, when you think about it, so, I'd say, now, Derek Jacoby, he's definitely a legend, I did find his narration irritating, <laughs> right? he's I don't know what it was, I, I think maybe just the uh, voice, I don't know. I I don't know if it just wasn't a good fit, or because he doesn't just narrate it. He's like, and as if my voice is so fucked, I can hardly, I can't do it in the manner in which he did it in. But um, yeah, he he he's you know, he's acting, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just it became very grating, and also. In these reenactments, right? We we've got all of these different reenactments and everything like that, which look definitely interesting, Kyo, but they used back projection instead of going to locations, which listen, it's definitely gonna be a lot cheaper, right? Definitely gonna be a lot cheaper than going on locations, though. I think look we've seen some superb green screen work. Joe you know, just look at the Mandalorian and WandaVision and a whole heap of other shows. You know like green screen now is just whew, when done right you cannot tell. You cannot tell. But yes, they didn't really they went for the projection and it is very noticeable, it is so noticeable that you've got these actors and actresses, and then you've got this weird fake background behind them, and you're just like, what's happening, this uh, doesn't quite, doesn't quite come across, you know, so we have that, there's also, it, it feels that there's a uh, the manner in which they want to tell the story Doesn't necessarily work For me Right? I th- because, you know, they're saying about all of these people Who kind of existed more or less around the same period of time They were all there But they in going in and out of these characters You kind of... You're talking a lot of the time as this encompasses everyone, when it doesn't, right? Because at the beginning, they're like, oh, yes, and, you know, they used to look at the manifestos of the ships, and they could tell, and blah, blah, blah. And then in episode, I think it's three, they're like, um, oh, yeah, so um, most, you know, because they've got a um, Edward Fatch. Getting it on with Anne Bonnie and how they're like, oh yes, because he could read. He was very cultured in that respect. And they've you've got him kind of talking talking poetry to her as he's taking her from behind, whispering sweet nothings in her ear. And I'm just like, okay. Before you're like, oh yes, everyone's reading this stuff and doing this stuff, and then you're going, oh yeah, most of them were illiterate. Right? So I, there's a, There was just this contradictory Kind of information that's going out there And then one of my biggest pet peeves My biggest pet peeves, people Is just, listen, it's pirates, right? Living on sea And just in that time Bathing It's not a Two time a day thing Like it is right now You know what I mean? I mean Some people one time a day You know what I mean But it's not even that It was maybe once a week Right Maybe two, once every two weeks A lot of times you're sharing the order with A few people But Everyone is looking Spick and span Right clothes very tidy and neat and clean and you're just like eh? And then also everyone's teeth, there's no yellow, you know, I mean? mash up teeth. That a lot of the um experts had worse teeth than the pirates, which are like hold the fuck on man. What's going on? Right? they were on ships, there was Gurvy, there was rickets. You know, I mean? They're trying to get f- Fresh food Water This shit was a problem They're drinking rum And wine And all of that because You know, it, it wasn't Fucked up like the water Right, so people were half Cut But the way it's being It's not getting played like That so, there's this, you know, just this kind of, it's in, it's just not factual. I'm trying to think of the right word, that I couldn't. I was stalling people. I was stalling. Still didn't come to me. God damn this memory. But, uh, yeah, it was just stuff like that that bugged me. Also, and, and the other thing as well, right? Because with this scene, you know, with Edward Thatch Before he takes Bonnie from behind We 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 start off with him under the skirts You know what I mean? Giving a little linguistics on the honeypot, people And I'm just like, listen Yeah, people are having sex back in there But I don't know how often people would Orally pleasuring each other When people Weren't very clean Because Yo (laughs) Does anyone Really want to get around a stinky dick or a stinky pussy That's some of the Worst shit in the world You know what I mean Come on people let's be Honest right So you know what I mean? And they want they keep on and it's one thing that you see a lot, right? In these factual kind of programmes. When they're looking at history and stuff like that, they wanna play it like, oh, there were good people. Yeah, there were oh there were people that saw beyond race and colour and there was equality and blah blah blah. So oftentimes we have these, you know, pirates making these speeches and you just like what are you doing, like, what are you doing, it is, there's a bit when, um, I think it's Bellamy freed some, sp- some slaves, and yeah, it was just this righteous speech that was given, and it's just, firstly, remember the time that shit happened, so the cadence, you know, the speech pattern wouldn't be the same as right now. But you're trying to make him sound all heroic and... Ah, bah, 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 bah. And I'm just like, no. No, 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 Because Listen, Abraham Lincoln, you know, he's always credited for freeing the slaves. But Lincoln had slaves. Right? You, the, the people that were oftentimes nicer to slaves... Still, you know, they they didn't think everyone was necessarily equal, right? It, they still look down on a motherfucker. So let's not try and pretend. And to note that, right? One thing that pissed me off oh my god. So we've got all of these experts. All of these experts, now they did try and make sure they add, they, they varied it up, right, so we had, um, a, you know, three or four guys, but they had some women as well, you know, so they had, um, what, Laura Duncan, right, Laura Duncan, she was doing her thing, Izzy Lawrence, was um, Isy Lawrence was one of the. She's very yeah. You can tell that she's a a comedian and you know podcaster and everything. This is just she's more animated and compelling in the way she was speaking, but right. Oh, and they had Jessica Kale, right. So they had three women, and um, I think at least four or five guys. I think five six guys. And these people were used throughout every episode. Now, come episode 6, episode 6, sorry, episode 3. In episode 3, when they started to talk slaves, that's when they introduced Tamara Walker, right, who is Department of History Head At the University of Toronto And that's when she gets to talk And I'm just like Wait, what are we doing here? Like, what the fuck are we doing here? you know what I mean? You introduce your one black historian When the sleigh part comes Right? At least... Now, it may be she knows more about that aspect than the others, but at least have her in from the start, right? Like, with all the others. Don't just think, okay, we're going to focus on some black people, let's bring in the black person, okay, Tamara, your turn to speak. I'm like, so fucking insulting, so insulting. Now, she was she's not listed on the IMBD or anything like that I did read somewhere that that could be down to um, The fact that the production company hadn't paid everyone Right, so some people didn't um, get credited over this dispute Which is fuck Chris, Right it, It's kind of fucked up So I don't know if it's that the reason But that That bugged the fuck out of me That really fucking did You know, the the China act like everything is on a level playing field And then that That was just like This is too much And I, I stopped watching I stopped watching at the end of the fourth episode, I think Just because I was gonna stop And then they brought up the Blackbeard stuff And I was like, alright, let me see what the fuck goes with this But yeah, it was It just got irritating It got frustrating just, You know <sighs> It wouldn't say that Yeah, all, like they, but The pirates brought in this like Communist system right, you know, in sharing everything and everything and everything was perfect, right, now, I, I'm not saying that that wasn't a thing, but to to act like, oh, and it would have been perfect, I don't know about that, just because, and this is my thing, because in every iteration of communist, you know, attempts, it never works, it never fucking works I mean case in point Right Case in point Was it Fuck It was either in San Francisco or Portland You know you know When all the riots happened last year And there was that one spot That was just like We're seceding And they put barriers around And was like No 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 police in this area But then They started to You know Govern themselves Right, so they created their own Police force, and they were Beating up people, and doing And it's just like, whoa, 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 all the things That you were going up against, now You're doing, right But that was Meant to be this whole communist Hey, we're all equal Thing, and it just turned out they weren't And then it all just fell apart Right, and that was in a Super quick matter Of time, so for us to believe that, you know, there was no issues, no issues at all, I'm like, yeah, don't buy it, don't buy it, and Bellamy, they're they're talking up all the pirates as being pretty great people, you know what I mean, like, oh yeah, they did some bad things, but they all had this code, and they were all decent, and they were all blah, 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 and it's just like, yo, but Bellamy, here his whole goal, right? His whole thing was he wants to be a pirate, so he can then have some get enough money so he can go marry his chick. Now, he would have had enough money real early on, from all accounts, but he didn't. Go, he waited so long. Before um, he even thought about going to see his chick Which ain't great Right? Ain't great at all So there's all these different things that counter You know, to what we're being told And you're like, hold on What are we doing here? So I just, for me, the balance just wasn't there You know? Balance just wasn't there But it's it's interesting right if you like historical stuff I think there's probably enough here to um get your interest you know and get people to you know hitting some of the books right I do kind of feel if you're doing a show like this and you're you've got all of these heads of and you know historians and authors and whatnot in it, they should do a thing, have maybe an episode, roundtable episode, with all the, you know, people, the experts talking, and, you know, the new show, oh, and their book is this, right, so if you want to read more, you can go check out their shit, right, I feel that, that that would be a good thing to do, which they don't do, but they should do that, but I think watching it Maybe some people will look into uh, that kind of stuff, right? So I think it's a gateway drug. (laughs) Yes, this is a gateway drug for um, more informed learning on pirates, right? So, yes, I think it will speak to people on that level, and uh, and there's going to be a load of people that do enjoy it. People, don't get me wrong, you know. So um, yes, if you wanna, you know, learn more on pirates, if you enjoyed Pirates of the Caribbean, Blackbeard Ghost, you know, all the way back in those Disney times, right? If you enjoyed stuff like that, Ulysses, is it 99 or 31, something, Jason the World Warriors, which were pirate-inspired shows, people, then maybe you wanna check out The Lost. Pirate Kingdom and it is now Showing on Netflix Okay so this week I don't know people I decided to get back to um, The Monster Hunter International series So it's written by Larry Correa I mean that's how you say it eai. Right, so, um, I'd done the first two, right, done the first two first one was okay second one I just, I don't know, it got a little samey samey So I was just like, eh, you know what, fuck it But, yeah, I there was a sale on an Audible And shit was cheap, and so I was like, you know what I need some bubblegum shit I need some more shit I don't have to think about So yeah, I grabbed monster hunter international alpha the third book in the series so it is narrated by oliver wyman and the gist is this number three in the breakout best-selling monster hunter series earl harbinger head of monster hunter international faces down with an old nemesis A very nasty former KGB werewolf who is working to create a new unstoppable breed. Dirty Harry meets Twilight. Number three in the breakout series and a follow up to Monster Hunter International and Monster Hunter Vendetta. So, El Harbinger may be the leader of Monster Hunter International, but he's also got a secret. Nearly a century ago, Earl was cursed to be a werewolf. When Earl receives word that one of his oldest foes, a legendary vicious vamp- werewolf that worked for the KGB, has mysteriously appeared in the remote woods of Michigan, he decides to take care of some unfinished business. But... Another force is working to bring about the creation of a whole new species of werewolf. When darkness falls, the final hunt begins. And the only thing standing in their way is a handful of locals. A a lot of firepower. And Earl Harbinger's stubborn refusal to roll over and play dead. So, um, yes. That is the gist. And, listen. It's fine. The book is fine. As I said, look, this this stuff, is popcorn. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's popcorn, action. You kind of know where everything is going to go. And especially when a book starts off with someone saying, "Ah, so if you're reading this, I died. You know straight out the gate that the person didn't die, right? It's just one of the biggest Tells that we've seen Now obviously it probably worked The first one Two maybe three times Shit doesn't Work anymore If if you know so I don't Really see the point But we have this and we have Earl you know going off to Do this thing he gets a call From an old Friend Colleague Somebody worked with, but used blackmail to get Earl to work with him. But there's a respect there, and he tells Earl about the KGB dude in the spot, and he's like, "Oh, you know, what I mean, my wife died, and he haunted her dreams. You need to, you need to do this for me, Earl." And Earl goes, goes to go deal with business, and you're like, "Okay, fine." Fine, Although, even though, right, the way the dude that made the call is introduced You're like, hmm, would you believe everything that my man says? Would you just run off, you mean, into the unknown on this dude's word? Right, there is that Which you do have to kind of ask yourself But he does And, like, after the first two books You kind of get the sense that you know the Monster under International crew They're a bit sensible in how they go about business They're not just going to Willy nilly run into things There's prep You know what I mean They're prepped Right there's backups And all of that So when he goes all on these J's You are a bit like huh? It doesn't really make any sense You know what I mean Because you'd think Okay Well you'd at least Tell someone where you're going. Leave a note. Going you know mean? have an email, um, pre ready to send automatically. You know what I mean? Just want something. There'd be something, or, or, these motherfuckers would be um GPS tracked. look. The book was originally wrote in 2011, and even then it was GPS. So you would kind of assume. You know what I mean? That Every member of the team would have a GPS or something, some way of tracking, in case something went down. So, yeah, basically, he's been lured. And, you know, it says in the synopsis, so it's no big giveaway. Right? So, he's been lured to this thing. He goes. And they're in this remote village. And, obviously, there is no telephone signal. Right, where well, the telephone, the main landlines would be taken out, but there's no cell phone signal, which you're just like, I'll oh, come the fuck on. Come on, man, really? But again, like you'd think satellite phones, you'd think there is some way, right? In a world where there are monsters, you'd think there's something that they're using to get messages to their team. So yeah, that's one of the big things that you do kind of roll your eyes at. Now, so obviously there's um a woman that helps him out. And I think one of the big things about Corey, right, he's cat the way he writes his cat everyone is either super strong, super good looking, they're the best shot, they're the best this. So this this chick, right, huge tits, attractive. Everyone likes her, obviously, because I think that to you know, Corey is probably the perfect woman, so that's what he's written, right? And you do kind of be like, Yeah, okay, okay, but you've got this first instance where they encounter a situation, and just the way it goes down, right? Earl saves the day, but then something goes wrong, and you just the way is you're like. Wait, if you turn around, obviously there's gonna be, right? And you're just like, come on, man, you gotta, you mean, you gotta at least give us something a little bit less predictable, man. Come on, come on. So, we have all of this, then subplot, right? One of the um, government agencies' dudes has invited another monster hunter team. To get the path, right to get the bounty on the bounty hunt on the werewolf and the whatnot, but it's all shady. It's all bad dealings. And these one of the guys, the guy that runs the team, used to work at Monster Hunter International. So there's beef. There's beef, and he may have you know, Agent Starks may have revealed a secret. Hmm, may have done right the way this team and everything is set up you kind of straight away you know how that shit is going to go down you know how it's going to go down and the more and more that happens with them the more it's all gets a little bit okay right i i see where you're leading us here but again right they they they've created this Incompetence that's just a bit like all right, the dude might be a shithole, all right, might be a shithole, but you'd figure they would at least have plans, they'd have at least practice trained because when he was at Monster International, he would have seen all the training, right? So you'd think, all right, I might hate them, but I'm gonna definitely take you know what I mean what they do because it works, right? But no. Nothing So it's all a bit like Ugh Okay But then our third plot Is the whole KGB dude Right so you've got these these. Well actually as a fourth plot With the big big bad Right but you've got all of these bits Floating around And stuff you see Like a guy at one point goes to investigate a mine shaft And he's always going, you know, I'm not paid to do this, and damn kids, and blah, blah, blah. But as he's getting deeper into it, you'll be like, okay, you're going to stumble on something. And every opportunity he has to turn back doesn't turn back. And you're kind of thinking, if there's someone who isn't paid enough to do this, hates the job, they wouldn't be doing this shit, right? wouldn't be doing this shit. So that happens, and I think you can probably imagine what happens next, <laughs> and it does, right, but we have all of these kind of incidents and all of this Now, we also, through all of this story, we get flashbacks to when Earl was turned, right, so we get to learn about that and how difficult it was, how difficult it was, the the, the time it Took to try and get a control on the werewolf vibe inside of him, but we have someone who becomes a werewolf in the story, and they can control it right straight away. And you're just like, wait, wait, wait. you—you've just had chapters. You've just had chapters of this story telling us how difficult it is. But now you've created this new situation Where someone They can control it Right? Are you just like are, are you not seeing how you're belittling Your own creations Right? You, you've had this thing where it's difficult But now Someone else has found it super cool Super simple And like so simple, it's it's happening in days And listen, yes, there is a, a magical component to it in a way But still, it still does come off as a little hokey A little bit like, oh man, come on Come on Plus there's this other bit where, um you Know, Earl confronts, confronts someone and he's just all like, ah, You're bad, I'm good, I do it this way, bah, bah, bah. and the guy is all, You know what, you're right, you're right, I wish I could be better, I try to be better, it's all a struggle, super submissive. Then all of a sudden, it shifts, and then this character's like, Oh, oh, yeah, you're an arsehole. Uh, I'm the top dog, I'm the And you're just like, wait, 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 wait wait. There wouldn't be that shift After what you've just ri- How you got it like And all from An accident That happened years ago Like years ago Which someone didn't even Know had happened Like it, it, it's all A bit like, what? How the fuck would that person Meant to know when you know no one said no one said it was all a secret like uh, that that doesn't change the dynamic what the fuck are you doing so yeah I don't know people there's a lot of frustrating shit in this book right it's a lot of fr- if you were to try and break it down if you're trying to analyze it and yes it is werewolves vampires monsters the like but If we're trying to analyse it against what we've been told, right, the, um, you know, the foundation of this whole thing, you'd be like, well, you've broken all your rules, right, you've broken all your rules, it makes no sense whatsoever, but for some light-hearted, I don't need to think about this shit action, it's fine. Right, it's not going to blow you away It's not going to win any awards But if you do If you're looking for something To just You know, chill with Something you don't have to think about Right, isn't going to Tax the mind You know, a little turn off from a hard day Then this will be fine Right, if you've liked the previous two You'll dig this Right, if you like Um um. Oh fuck! What's my man's name? It Malbury. John Malbury. You know he did the um the 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 vampire stuff. Um, fuck. Oh my days! That's really gonna irritate me. Um. Shit. You know, man. Um. God damn it! I'm super just. I, I, I don't know what's wrong with me, man. Um, it, I think it's Jonathan Maybury. right? It, it, if if you like his stuff, then I would say, you will like this, right? I, I yeah, I I would kind of figure that this would um, this would be your thing too, you know. So yes, Monster Hunter, uh, mm. Alpha. You know, it it, it continues. The Monster Hunter action continues the crazy, the silly, right? So, people, it's there. I did it always on Audible because you know it's just the best way to do this shit, man. It's just the best way. So, um, there you go, people. Some more fun for you to maybe digest, or just maybe not. It's your choice. Okay, people, so we've hit that time again, but uh, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of TV. Alright, so, um, yo, you've just had the end of season eight of The Blacklist, and uh, yeah, things are changing with the series, so it's still going on, there will still be a ninth season, but... You mean Agent Elizabeth Keen will not be back? That's right. Megan Boone has left the show, and that's not all, because series creator, executive producer John Booker has also quit. You know what I mean? He he's uh yeah left us left the series. You know he's um looking to try and do something new, you know what I mean so uh, yeah, there you go Um now, this is odd right, I, I kind of feel this is odd, but um Smallville it, might, it would seem could be coming back yeah, Smallville could be coming back which is a, a weird one, right? It's definitely weird. but uh, you know, they're saying that um, there's a, there's a plan to uh, create an animated um, prequel to the series, you know? Um, (laughs) you know what I mean? Now, obviously, (laughs) a certain character is um, probably going to be in jail, so uh, they won't be back. (laughs) Dumbass, you know what I mean? But, um, yes, you know what I mean? Tom Welling, um, Michael Rosenbaum, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be back. I think Makes sense Welling hasn't really been doing a lot Either as Lana Lang You know what I mean But uh, Yeah You know I don't know people It's that weird DC TV universe That doesn't match the film universe So Why not convolute it A little bit more But um, Yeah Something that is um, You know It seemed popular his Dark Materials, that's coming back for a season three, and they have just announced uh, some new cast members, right? So, um, yeah, this is, the season three will be uh, obviously looking at book three, the Amber Spyglass, right? Um, and. Uh, yeah, you know It's going to have Will The bearer of the subtle knife And Lara The prophesied child Travel through multiple worlds To fight and protect each other Right, so we have got Adewala Akanwu Aduja Will be playing Commander Onguru um, Jamie Ward is going to be playing Father Gomez and Amber Fitzgerald Wolf is playing Emma. we've also got the great Coba Holbrook-Smith who has narrated so many great audio books he's joined the cast along with Simon Harrison and Chipu Chog. Um, and they will be playing the Angel, Rebel Angels Balthomimus, Borak and Zarafina So, um, yeah Yeah, that's pretty decent, right? That is pretty decent So, um, if you've enjoyed the previous seasons You have that to look forward to Uh, so over at Hulu Um Solar Opposites Right? That's got renewed for a fourth season So if you're fans of um, that show You know what I mean? Hey, you've got that to look forward to Well, you've also got season three Because that's not even out yet Right? So, um, hey, that show must be doing um, Gangbusters to get a season 4, even before season 3 has launched, you know what I mean, uh, so also, you know, this Hulu is owned by Disney, so also in the fam, you know, got a new show coming to FX, right, um, and it's going to be called Class of 09, Right, it's a limited sci-fi crime series, it's going to run for 8 episodes, and it's starring Brian Tyree Henry um, and Kate Mara. Alright, so, um, yeah, the show is set in a near future in which the US criminal justice system... ...has been transformed by Artificial Intelligence... ...a group of FBI agents who graduated from Quantico in 2009... ...are reunited following the death of a mutual friend. The tale unfolds across three decades and three interweaving timelines... ...as it examines the nature of justice, humanity... ...and the choice of people that define their lives... Uh, Tyree Henry will be playing the brilliant and unorthodox Theo Miller who seeks to reshape the FBI uh, Mara will be Amy Poet, a woman who never imagined joining law enforcement and finds herself at the heart of its most pivotal moment of transformation so uh, Tim Rob Smith sorry Tom Rob Smith Will be uh, writing the series and executive producing, um, with Nina Jacobson and Brad Simpson executive producing it all. Um, so uh, another one, right? We've got a adaptation of uh, uh, you know the web comic series Strange Planet. Right, so uh, Dan Hammond is teaming up with Nathan Pyle To uh, bring it to Apple TV So it's been had in straight-to-order um, And uh, yeah, they're going to be working out tales Of big-eyed, bright blue um, beings from a planet That share a lot in common with Earth Right, so um, Amelia Lavari is gonna be the showrunner. Um Pyle Hammond along with Steve Levy and Taylor Alexi Pyle are gonna be executive producing the show. Da-dum, Shadow Machine are gonna be handling the animation. Right, so, uh, you know, this could be good, right? Over at AMC, they are doing a uh, Vampire Chronicles TV series, which will start off with Interview with the Vampire. Um, It's going to be eight episodes, right? And um, it looks like they're hoping to have it on air sometime in 2022, Right, so um, Rolling Jones Is going to be writing the series Along with Executive producing and acting As the showrunner So Mark Johnson And Rice and Christopher Rice Are going to be Executive producing The show No cast as of yet Um, And then people Now, hey I love this game, right, I thought it was great, but uh, Final Fantasy um, 9, right, it's going to be made into a TV series, yeah, a TV series, you know, Um, now, for some reason they're aiming it at young teenagers I'm like just make it some adult shit man you know what I mean because I didn't really feel the game itself those Final Fantasy games aren't exactly you know kiddified things but um I don't know maybe they figure um, it, 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 it's uh, you know Uh, A market they can really profit from But, um, yeah, that's what they're doing And that is what they are doing So, um, yeah, I don't know It's coming from Square Enix and uh, Cyber The Cyber Group Studios Their CEO, Pierre Sisserman He um, had a little side to say Said the games have a strong Co-viewing potential For those who do know Final Fantasy IX. This will be an introduction Um, And for the many Who don't This will immerse them in a universe They'll love Um, So uh, Yeah It's um, You know It's not ready yet But they think they're going to start Shooting Um, At the beginning of 2022, so people, um, yeah, there you have it, that is us for another week, people, we will be back um, next Wednesday, Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we're going to have some chin checks dropping on Friday, you know, um, shit got delayed, but they will be coming out on Friday, two episodes for you so don't worry You get your news and You get your previews people So it's all coming And uh, yeah everything else will be back Next week but people remember Check out Echo Chambers the many episodes And everything else that is out There enjoy Take it easy and we will See you next week Peace Step in the rounds to the rock mafia One, two, y'all, you know I'm stop, yo it's Dirty, get low, nigga, we got ya One, two, y'all, uh, one, two, y'all, uh One, two, y'all, y'all, uh One, two, y'all